2: Good afternoon. Good evening. Good morning. Uh, Good morning. Well, for Damien and I, we are just past the midnight threshold. Uh, Jethro is uh, about to meet it, So we're coming from the future, Jethro. Um, (laughs) We're just going to let you know that, uh, just so you know, I hope I'm not spoiling this, but um, because we're in the future, we know that Yannick Sinner has beaten uh, uh, (laughs) Novak Djokovic, which, of course, you don't know.
0: No, he just puck. he just lost the second set where I'm watching. Oh, <laughs> wow, what a what a great third set he must have had. Uh
2: Damien, um, did you manage to watch it in its entirety, or where were you at?
1: No, no, no. It was it was actually most uh, mostly mostly in its <laughs> its entirety. I think there were of course some points that I missed. I was watching darts along with it. I was doing something <laughs> else along with it. You know, cooking dinner. But uh, basically, the action here at the Tangent, and that it ended at, like. 8 p.m. Maybe so. Okay. I was back for, for Siner Djokovic, and I was glad that I'm that I was back for that. Tomorrow, I'm probably not gonna make it, but thankfully, the match is you know unwatchable anyway. But today, I really wanted to be back for the, what's the night um, match tomorrow night? Oh, was
2: Medvedev against Vedev, yeah yeah Um, yeah. (laughs) yeah. i
1: I, I don't really want to be back tomorrow like i'm totally fine with the action of the charger extending until like 10 p.m Mm -hmm. today i would have been mm, actually i can watch it at the venue you know they have they have wi-fi but i can't watch it on the way so that's the only real issue so like 30 minutes um of break would be there but yeah thankfully i was able to watch it more or less from start to finish
2: I like this comment from Anastasia rewatching the third set tiebreak. Why not? I mean, it was a, a, a match that I think I was excited by before, you know, once the draw was made. And I was excited by it for, for one principal reason. And it was because there have been so few players, not just this year, but arguably the last decade, who... I would feel comfortable about going toe-to-toe in a rally from the back of the court where Sinner is right now. A year, two years ago would be different. Different surface like Wimbledon, different. But I just thought to myself that with the exception of Alcaraz, I can't think of anyone, perhaps Rafa on a good day uh, in the last decade, uh and if we think about it rafa hasn't beaten novak i think on a hard court since 2013 so so perhaps even that needs to be considered um where i would go i mean i remember the match with rude last year and i was just like oh no rude, don't get involved don't get involved in this and this was in the final and, and, and stuff and other players i've watched rublev particularly in the past albeit in paris it was much better jethro what was it like to commentate
0: insane yeah um me and Jamie are quite chatting with each other, and usually we get sidetracked when we're not fully focused on the match. But I couldn't look away for a second. It was, it was amazing. Uh, the quality of tennis was just out of this world. Uh, drama. I thought. I mean, I thought after that second set, we were going to watch a you know six two six three final set to Djokovic, and boy, Sinner was uh, incredible throughout. I mean, that's got to be the best best win of his career, easily. If, even including some of his wins over Alcaraz. I mean, that was just spectacular. I feel exhausted from, from, from commentating on it, but it was it was so much fun. Um,
2: Damien, what are your thoughts? Maybe I'm getting a bit carried away. I'm just trying to think of somebody who uh, is probably because I've seen so much in the last 18 months of of hardcore matches where where Djokovic is going in against Rublev against Sinner to some extent although perhaps on not so much on a hardcore because I think they've played twice at Wimbledon maybe once yeah they haven't played on a hardcore yeah but if
1: they did I know what you mean like if they did that the same would have happened basically as against Rublev yeah
2: yeah, so, Nerland's upset because I posted his Federer comment on for less than sixty seconds. Nerland, of course, uh, believes that he he needs to have a threshold of at least sixty seconds on screen. So, what about having it on there again twice? It's in response to again what I was saying from the back of the court, and mm-hmm. of course, Federer did beat uh, Novak in this exact match. Was it the second or the third match in twenty nineteen when it, Federer beat the third? It match. was a shootout. Yeah. It was a sort of a a quarterfinal, as as some Spanish Mm. people have referenced it. Um, What are your thoughts on the match, Damien, and where it was kind of won and lost?
1: Yeah, I think uh, Sinner has made a ton of progress. That's pretty clear. Um, he's serving, even though helped by the pacey conditions in Turin. And by the way, I'm, I'm glad to see that they are so fast because Nuran was already there in the comments on Sunday when uh, Djokovic and Rune were playing. And, the, and he was like, the fast conditions in Turin are so overrated. And I, and I actually had to agree with him on that day because I, I didn't see at all like what I was sort of um, hoping for in this matchup. So for like Djokovic plus one aggression to just completely meltdown Rune. And it just turns out that it was just Rune who managed to play completely the same tennis as in Paris, you know, against Djokovic and like actually counter punch against him, weighed him out. Here, yeah, clearly, I mean, these are some of the fastest courts on the circuit. <laughs> Carlos Alcaraz, of course, has said it. And I, and I don't think he's completely wrong, you know, to just bring up that maybe we shouldn't play in the, these conditions if we don't have them on tour at all before. Like maybe we should just have... An event or two earlier than that, which is that fast. But anyway, um, what I was trying to say, <laughs> and then got sidetracked, is that um, basically we are all sort of hoping to check out whether Sinner's improvements match up against Djokovic as well. And it, to an extent, I think the Medvedev matchup gave us, an, um, well, a pretty clear idea that he was going to be a bit more willing to step out of his comfort zone. You know, throw in a random drop shot here or there. Uh, open up the angles as well like he's just not going at Djokovic with that stupid linear power which he sort of used to do and um, this is how Rublev plays against Djokovic, this is how a lot of players play against Djokovic and he's probably the best ever at handling it I mean given his um, absolute uh, mastery of absorbing and redirecting pace so yeah, Sinner just um, goes for something more ballsy and uh, pulls it off as well against Djokovic. And I love the sort of few moments we had in this match where he, I would say, smelled blood. And for a few minutes, he just got absolutely unplayable. That was the um, break from love 40, of course, in the opening set. The break um, in the third set as well. But also the way he won the match. You know, the f- first five points of the third set tiebreak, let's say that. Uh, he just plays with so much energy there. I think he also, you know, with the the crowd in Turin, uh, on a few occasions you could probably see that he's, like, really pumped up by it. Uh, There were some reactions that maybe you wouldn't usually get from Yannick Sinner. And, uh, yeah, I loved how he performed in this and also how well he managed to overcome, you know, losing that break in the third set. Also losing the second set in a tie break, which was one of the only real moments in the match when Djokovic clearly outplayed him in all of the longer exchanges. Uh, that was the second set tiebreak. And he comes back for the third one, catches a wonderful return, uh, which actually also is, is is probably one of the biggest things today that he won the, if you may, serve return battle over Djokovic. Mm. Mm. Uh, which is really tough on these courts. Um, on, on courts like this, Djokovic, one of the best servers in the world right now, which is wild because, of course, that's that's something pretty fresh for him to, to have that moniker. And uh, returning, you know, the, the best ever, especially on a, on a fast court like that, no one can do it like him. Today, Sinner actually did it better, I mean, to an extent. Uh, over the course of the match, of course, we did not have many breakpoint chances, probably Sinner was even the one who was sometimes maybe a little more in trouble with like 1530s, but um, overall I would say yeah, the reactive returns, uh, how aggressive he was able to be. Um, it won him the second point of the tiebreak, It won him the break in the third set as well. Um, so yeah, just absolutely fabulous. And uh, all the improvements that we've seen against Medvedev, I think they translated very nicely to this matchup as well, which, um, uh, Sort of, we could have expected because it's a similar dynamic, but it's a different opponent. It's someone we just perceive as greater. Someone, well, because he is. <laughs> because he has been better than Medvedev this year, even this year. But um, yeah, that, that's why we weren't certain if, if that was still still going to hold up. And yeah, it did.
2: Jethro, there were sort of one or two things to pick up from Damien there and one or two things to add to that um you know just sort of individual words from from Yannick but also from Novak today return I mean so many times on the on the on the stream we were talking about that uh or at least I was in the comments but of course you were in, on the commentary I also mentioned with Novak as well I mean I know Novak can do this but still certain shots that he pulled <laughs> off today were just like wow how do you even though i've been watching novak for 20 years do some of this it was still like how did he get that angle how did he get that depth of such a, a, a good shot from from sinner um therefore was it an it was a sinner win today
0: rather than novak loss right or or you tell me yeah no my eyes was definitely a sinner win it was um a, a, a for me, it was quite comparable to team beating Djokovic both those years, um, 2019, 2020, at the ATP finals. I don't think I think I thought Djokovic a couple of his decision decisions decisions at times were a bit a bit iffy. His his reliance on the serve and volley. There was one special Was
2: it one in the on tiebreak when he came into the net off a, off a yeah. sort of average backhand? I think it wasn't a yeah serve one, but yeah,
0: it was uh, some of his decisions to come into the net when. Sinner kind of had time on the ball, just absolutely ball up beforehand. um was a bit suspect, but I think he was just trying to shorten some of the points. And you know he likes to vary things up, so I can't really blame him for that. Because you know the stats even showed Yannick was overall killing him in the in the baseline rallies that were going over nine shots. So it it was honestly honestly a Sinner win. Um, I thought Djokovic played really well. He that second set tiebreak, he did everything he needed to do. He Sinner felt the pressure. Um, and he just he knew, he knew how to do it, and I I don't think even he expected Sinner to play that well in the third for the entire set. Um, one shot that stood out to me from Djokovic was the... I it, was, it was it was after Sinner had broken in the third, and Sinner pulled him out wide on the backhand, and he just hit it straight back at Sinner's feet right on the baseline. Yeah. I was just like, how? Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. it was kind of um, just an insane shot making from both. Um, for me, that's one of the matches of the year top three i'm trying to think yeah. of others that are better than it um
2: i mean the quality was good from both i think we had sort of both players playing well at, at various points and probably at the same time also with you and you and jamie as well you were, you did highlight though despite the fact that as damien was suggesting there was a few 15 30s on Yannick's serve, as Jamie and I have been saying for years, we call them sniffs, and uh, and now Jethro is on the sniff bandwagon uh, <laughs> as well. You're on the sniff train as well. Uh, let's not get confused with Dan Evans, though. At this point, regarding <laughs> the sniff. Um. Uh, <laughs> anyway, before we uh, get banned, that sounds uh, that Nick, sounds
0: fun. We can yeah, we can join. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but there were a few, but but nevertheless, Jethro, um, Sinner wasn't broken. Until he was up a break in the deciding set and you're thinking, okay, you know, now it's Yannick's to lose. And yet, of course, once Novak broke, uh, you, me, Jamie and everyone and their cats and dogs (laughs) and whatever else were thinking, well, now it's Novak surely, especially when it went into a tie break. So, So I guess, Jethro, we still need to sort of don our caps as well towards Yannick in terms of a mental Battle as well.
0: Yeah, no, he kept his composure the whole match, which really surprised me. I think you know, yeah, Yannick like a year or two ago, probably even a year ago. If he was, if he'd lost that second set tiebreak, he probably would have been dead in the water, and it's definitely would have been if he'd got broken back in that third. So, to, just to keep going, and he kept holding so easy, like he served amazing. Every time he got in a tricky spot, he either hit a perfect serve or he played a perfect point. He was just ice cold on the break points today. Um, yeah, and I don't want to get too excited because I know it's the end of the season, but I think this has been coming for a while for Sinner, so yeah, I, I, mean, I stand by what I said at the start of the stream when I said that he's my second favorite for the Australian Open and he still is, especially. Yeah. After that.
2: You also sort of countered yourself by saying recency bias and things can change in two or three yeah. months, and we can watch the United Backing Cup and all sorts. But <laughs> with Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
0: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here
1: today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We
0: were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time.
2: <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But uh, Damien, uh, it, it's it's not it's been said, but I think it needs to be emphasised today more than ever. Is is the Yannick Sinner serve is the sort of is that the main area in which we're seeing results now, like the ones we had against Medvedev now today? Is that the main reason?
1: Uh, it's hard to call the main reason, but certainly one of the most prevalent ones, um, always been a bit of, uh, I guess, untapped potential of this game. You know, he is tall enough, uh, certainly, uh, but you know, with age players develop that shot usually around, you know, where Sinner is at the moment. Um, that's quite common. And obviously he has an excellent team as well with, with Darren Cahill in the sort of main steer. Um, but yeah, three points, always important. And especially if you're sort of expecting to be losing the baseline battle, but he was not doing that today. But like in, in matchups with Medvedev Djokovic he used to in the past. So like one com- very easy sort of area of Im- for improvement if it's actually easy to improve yourself, which of course it, it's not, but like one that is just very clearly visible was always that. Um, but yeah, I I think today probably um, at the whole package, maybe even more so, the returning which we didn't need to improve. You know, it was pretty elite in the first place. But um, but yeah, probably today uh, just the fact that the serve managed managed to just keep him going for so many games with Djokovic, kind of helped by the touring conditions. But then again, you know, you you could make the argument that he was if not out serving Djokovic then just as good as him the entire match and and that was really enough to keep him in it and of course they both won 109 points to end the match so it was a very tight affair but he won the the more important ones at least or at least he got he had these three or four patches where he just won a few of them in succession and and that was really what turned it for him. In his I, I think this is
2: a, an interesting point here from Gene who I know is a, a is a Novak fan um you know probably if you're if you're Novak or a fan of his and this could be an issue for Novak going forward is probably these kind of losses are just sort of well it's still an insane career it's still an insane year um you know Gene even here is suggesting he's happy for sinner um I wonder when that, Will seep into even a competitor like Novak. I don't think it seeped in today, but um I wonder at what point it, it does get for um for Novak, where it's like you know, because I think this is a danger for all tennis players from, from beginners, intermediates to advanced to professionals to club lads, is you sort of can sort of get into a bit of a, a daydream about defeats, if you like, and it's it's kind of like oh, it's okay you know, I'm going to try my best. And I don't think we're seeing that anywhere near that point for Novak. And it might be another year. It might be another five years. It might never happen. But, um, but I think for his fans in particular, I I can imagine how it's like winning another ATP tour finals or not, as you would say, Damien doesn't matter.
1: No, I mean, for him, I don't believe this is something that can ever happen for any professional sportsman. Really? Like, no, uh, imagine going out onto the court in like an amateur match against anyone really and thinking oh it's okay i'm I'm (laughs) gonna beat him tomorrow no i mean you you have to grind out you have to uh basically try to even i don't know roll in the in the clay and try to get that point try to get that next game no 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 definitely not for his fans i also don't feel like it's gonna matter you know this is his second loss since Garros. And yet, uh, and yet, Gina is disappointed. You know, that's that's how it works. I mean, you just always want more. Um, you always move the goalposts. If some, if your favorite player wins thirty matches in a row, you're gonna want him to win the thirty-first. You're not gonna be like, oh, and I, we had the streak. Ah, it's fine. When Iga Swiatek lost the thirty-eighth match. <laughs> no one was like ah, yeah on a streak, ah, such a good I, season. on a
2: streak I completely agree because you want the streak to keep going and I think to some but extent it's, it's
1: like a streak I mean Djokovic has been what 32 and 1 since Roland Garros but then
2: it's not a streak is it
1: but mm. it's like a streak it's like, like a streak. ridiculous yeah. you
2: know i can say this is like a dog but it's it's still not a dog but you know? th- then
1: the streak was like 20 i mean <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> yeah of course i get it but um but yeah. i do think if you're a, you know if you're a novak fan and 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 novak himself you're probably looking at what else is there to tick off well he's just i think um he's going to get the 400 weeks if he hasn't done so already uh, i think he's got another yeah, six he's weeks he's going to get it. Like, yeah, got- it's
1: just a round robin match. Let's let's not talk well, about. Well, that's it the other if, thing as yeah. well, and that's why I
2: think Gene's comment in the chat is even more relevant as well because it's just around. So you know he beats, um, Hubi on on Thursday, I guess it is. Then you know it's no big deal. Um, it is De- uh, Jethro is is but is he in danger of going out i mean it's a three horse race now with with Runa, of course winning in straight sets today at least as far as the table is concerned with city pass's injury um i guess the combination would be yeah basically a straightforward any kind of novak loss because because oh he he lost in three sets actually so let's he won in three sets lost in three sets if he lost say in three sets to Hubi, um and Runa winning No,
1: Kurkach winning automatically means that Sinner is in.
2: Okay, yes. Yeah. So so basically a
1: hurkatch if Runa beats um H- win automatically Ciner. means that Sinner is in. The only two options where Siner can go out. No, no, not Sinner if... I'm thinking about Djokovic going out. A Djokovic going out. Oh yeah, then there are a few, of course, yeah.
2: But I think, I think, for example, a Hubi win in three sets over Novak combined with a Sinner um, win over Runa.
1: Regardless, like, if, if Djokovic loses against Hurkacz, I think he's...
2: Mm, if Sinner beats Runa, then the two will be on one match oh. win each. Yeah. And then it'll come down to sets one. And yeah. it depends, I guess, on the nature of Runa's loss to... Um, we need Mario on the stream because he loves to get mm. pen and paper out. No, yeah, he's, no, but... He's, he's, it, he's figured it, out all the scenarios. If
1: Hurkacz, if Hurkacz defeats Djokovic, you're talking about this, and then Sinner beats Rune, right? Yep. Then Djokovic qualifies anyway.
2: What about if it's a, if it's a straight sets win for Hubi? It doesn't matter, right? I uh, Yeah, but Okay, then, Mario,
0: um, speaking of Mario, he has just posted the updated scenarios. Okay, tell us. Tell us what he tweeted. Mm okay so number one regardless of score if Djokovic beats her and sinner beats runa then sinner wins the group and Djokovic goes second
1: yeah that's atp website by the way not mark so, ah, so he just posted well, tweet he's retweeted it he's
0: tweeted out but yeah and okay. then number two regardless of the score if her beats Djokovic and sinner defeats runa then sinner wins the group and Djokovic still goes through his second if her catch, if her catch beats Djokovic and bruna beats Sinner, jeffro yeah.
1: will never remember this anyway. <laughs> Look, guys, just just take it, just take it. There are yourself.
0: seven scenarios. Like, okay, here we go. Oh, the, the, the yeah.
1: key well, scenario I'm you. interested thank in. You. <laughs> read it,
0: read it yourselves. I did enough.
1: <laughs> yeah, the, 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 key the key thing, thing I mean, inter- Sinner d- doesn't have to qualify, and like he legit doesn't have to qualify.
2: I mean, Sinner has this. qualified, right now.
1: No, after oh. this, he does not have to qualify whatsoever. He actually doesn't... Even if he wins a set, he's not guaranteed in. Really? Because so if... Sinner could lose in three sets. Check out scenario number five.
2: <laughs> you sound like a, a lawyer in a... No, uh, but... Czech... If Novak Djokovic defeats her catch in two sets and Runa defeats Sinner in two <laughs> sets and Runa wins the group... You're like, yeah, there we... Uh, oh, dangerous. actually, I'm looking at... Yeah, yeah, no, actually, I'm looking at the fifth. If Novak Djokovic... Uh, beats in three sets, then her is Well, her catch is eliminated in order of a many players determined by, but also number four. Number four,
1: yeah, but then he doesn't win a set. So, uh, basically, he can only be eliminated if Djokovic beats Hurkac in two, which is obviously very doable. And then, even winning a set against Rune doesn't even give him any uh confirmation.
2: Well, just Guys, just go out and win your matches, all right? That's that's mm. all I would say. I, I'm, I'm Coach John here. Uh, just go and win more points, and even that won't be enough. But you know what I mean? Go and win the match, yeah. Uh, that's what I would suggest to to each player. But, um... yeah, but if
0: Sina, if Sina doesn't want to meet Djokovic in the final, shouldn't he purposefully lose to Bruna?
1: <laughs> Depends who plays first, yeah. which probably will be djokovic catch, yeah. even if it's the le- le- least important, well, less important match. And um, then it depends, like, if there is a chance for him to do it. I I don't think he's going to do it like this. Like, he's not going to want it like that. But there could be a certain um, struggle to repeat this emotional high from today. And, uh, yeah, in general, just the fact that he won two great matches at the ATP Finals, he's still not qualified. He's going to be playing for nothing, potentially, if Djokovic loses his set, right? Yeah, basically, if Djokovic loses a set against Kurkac, then Siner is not playing for much in the in the one against Luna. I mean, he's already going to be qualified, so yeah, it could it could really influence his uh, motivation, and um, then we might see some permutations in which Djokovic is out. Um, but yeah, I was mostly looking at whether Siner can be out. Like Djokovic is, you know, not in trouble because he plays Kurkac next, but like he is in. A tough situation, obviously. He is 1-1. You expect to be in a tough spot if you're 1-1. The the main thing is that Sinner has a very realistic chance of not going through.
2: I still think um, motivation, and this is not regarding what I said earlier, and Novak and motivation. In fact, it's the other way around. Uh, In a one-off match, the Hercash-Djokovic match... You know, the edge that maybe you do need to perform at your absolute best. Maybe, maybe for her catch, it'll help the fact that it doesn't matter if he wins or loses, yeah. or um, maybe. But Absolutely. I still think, I still think, Damien, that that having that little bit of, of necess- necessity to get the result will probably get Novak over the line.
1: Novak, yeah. Uh, I'm yeah. just saying that there's a very realistic chance that Sinner will not be.
2: Uh in the semis <coughs> there's
0: a chance yeah
2: anyway anything to sort of comment on some of these sort of thoughts that damien and i have shared Dam um, jethro
0: uh yeah you're talking about winning streaks you didn't mention the best winning streak of the entire season Tell so me. Sebastian Baez. Sebastian Baez, 12 matches under 12 yeah. baby. <laughs> 12 after going one one in 18 last year come on 12 in a row Unreal. And then there and was, were they all on hard court as well? Or no, there was five on
2: clay, seven. Seven on hard. On hard. Yeah, five at Winston Salem, so, two uh US Open. Okay, so it was some of those were post uh in that unusual sort of spell. What did he win a tournament in the midst of that clay court run? I guess he must have Three. done. one, two, 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 two uh, two tournaments, yeah, one on clay, yeah. one on hard. yeah, yeah.
1: John, your lack of attention for two fifties is scary. Yeah, I on. love two fifties.
2: I want two fifties to stay.
1: Uh, I, don't I, may, I, I don't see it. I don't see it. I
2: okay. do. I might forget things, but listen. I did a. I did a stream last night with um with Nick on the Billy King Cup, and I was forgetting results from twenty four hours before. So. <laughs> Please, uh, I think I said t- two or three times. I repeated it as well. I I, I knew that it was six two six three, but I kept calling it six two six two. I was listening to the podcast back again today, um, and I was I was cringing as I kept hearing myself call it six two six two. But I I know it was six three six two six three. It was the um the the last match with with Layla and uh, Jasmine. Of course, I call them Layla and Jasmine because because I know them. You know they yeah
1: they're friends
2: yeah well, Layla's a bit of a stretch I, I i haven't really i haven't had a one-to-one with her yet but um much as i would love to have Layla it. and you jasmine yeah
1: jasmine you yeah. showed her your knowledge of polish
2: did i jasmine i don't think i, don't I, know. I did I'm not asking. not oh, no, not not in the one-to-one i didn't maybe when i okay. get even more accustomed to jasmine yeah. I, I will but um but not yet um there was some, Oh, yeah, I just want to just say something. The People might be going, how come you did seven minutes with Daniel Collins and you did one minute with Trevisan and two minutes with um, Jasmine Paolini? Well, the Italian media guy was far stricter than Pat, by the way, the U.S. media guy, very nice. He was like, John, how long do you want? I was like, well, how much time have you got? Off you go. So that was that. The Italian guy was like, two questions. I was like, Okay. And one of them was like a 1A and a 1B, and then there was like a 2. And afterwards, he said, I told you two questions. I was like, okay, all right. He was he was tough. He was tough. Anyway, um, uh, I digress. People are not tuning in uh, to hear about that. They are <laughs> tuning in to hear about ATP Tour Finals, and in particular, the, uh, the, the match we've just witnessed. Uh, Jethro, you called it um, one of the matches of the year. Um, any sort of final thoughts on that? Um, and then we'll sort of round up any other ATP Tour finals before we close the show.
0: Um, yeah, I, I stand by it. I, well, I thought thought it when I was watching. It was obviously a, a, good, a great pleasure to commentate on it live. Um, yeah, just I'm still in, I'm still kind of in shock, to be honest. Um, how do you, How do you feel? Oh,
2: <laughs> I mean, Jethro, what I will say is that there are times when, when many of us, I'm thinking about. Uh, um, um, you know, R.I.P. Uh, Jakub, uh, when he was commentating, I think with Miles on the semi-final between <gasps> Sabalenko and Mukovu and how that sort of just took their breath away when they were watching that in in Roland Garros. How it was for me live commentating on on Djokovic and Alcaraz this year. And and I'm sure there's many matches that other people have done. I remember the feeling the same as well after Alcaraz and Djokovic in Cincinnati. Um, and I guess that's kind of where you're at. You've just sort of been in that zone, albeit you've been sharing the zone with um, Jamie. But you do feel as though, I mean, there's not been a lot of contenders, despite Shrihari's insistence that Medvedev... Um, Zverev Indian Wells. Which well, just gone. Gone. Like I yeah. said,
0: like I said on the stream, he would not have said that if Zverev had won. He would not have even thought about the match yeah. again.
1: Right, of it, course. It, it's weird that he even mentioned Zverev by name and not by a certain <laughs> animal. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. I mean, I saw yeah. that, I
2: saw bits of no, I was watching that in a bar and it was did barely caught I mean it was catching my attention because it's tennis, but and it went to a third set tie break. But there was nothing remarkable about it for me before then.
1: Yeah, it, it, I, I agree that there's a bit of a lack of contenders. Like, honestly, I only see two. There's two standouts. Ooh, okay. let's yeah. here. The, the, the two Alcaraz, I mean, The obvious ones. Room. No, actually, I was thinking of this one, Sinner, Jocko. Oh,
0: okay. And,
1: and Cincinnati. You don't yeah. think we're going to finalize? is fine, but like, distantly, uh, distinctly. Um, behind these two for me
2: the 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 problem i have with cincinnati and it's it's not a problem because i still thought it was insane was it could have and perhaps should have been kind of rudimentary for a set and a half it was sort of you know whereas whereas you could say the same about wimbledon maybe after set one but that was it
0: yeah yeah I'm, I, 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 I'm not
2: saying it's not been in the top five easily. I just I just don't know if I would dismiss Wimbledon um over th- those two are uh, for me in nip and tuck. In fact, I would probably put Wimbledon top because of the magnitude of the occasion, which I
0: do think is important. I'm, I'm definitely putting those in the top three tonight, tonight's match yeah. and those two top three. Yeah. Hey Miles and then uh, I think there's a lot of contenders. Like I, th- I think th- I think quite a lot of them hinge on the result. Like I gave a shout out to what Team Zera and K- Kitschbill. Yeah, yeah. if, <laughs> if 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 had won that match, would I be saying this? I don't, I don't know
2: why. Damien, that's delusional. <laughs> Damien is down. It was great.
0: It was great on on greats
2: trying to relive former glory, such as Murray and and Team. I don't know why. Damien,
1: I'm Damien. Not down on Dominic Team. No. Not really, but yeah, everyone's it's just not da- not everyone's much down of with the Dominic year. team these
2: yeah, days. He, I that. mean, he's kind of tired of the Dominic team's back narrative, aren't you, Damien?
1: Um, I it's mean, every I, time I don't he wins a match. Even yeah. it, uh, but he I, hits one think...
2: backhand. He hits one backhand, and we're going yeah. Dominic team's back. I,
1: I think it did stop <laughs> recently, like pretty uh, after kids' bill. Probably, I, I haven't really seen it all that much, but you know. Um. So yeah, he I was... haven't really. felt able to to be tired of that. Mare, yeah, there was a point when everyone was like, you know, Mare plays a decent match and people are like, okay, so when is he back in a a slam second week? But this is is already done as well. So I think these trends uh, that you pointed out have gotten a little less irritating yeah um and yeah matches like maros which Keen just mentioned i don't think they ever can really count you know these are ridiculous singular performances yeah you know individual performances top five of the year why not uh i i, I don't know i actually you know, never tried making that sort of a list but yeah it's not much of the year contender. No, i think no these lot. three are just so far above the rest and mm-hmm. yeah maybe team jerry maybe medvedev's worth like maybe they're good enough to make the top 10 but
0: uh yeah it just don't i mean really i liked prepared. i like not uh, not putting, we're not putting Dominic team anywhere near a Medvedev Vera matchup. i'm saying that uh, <laughs> i would rather I agree watch with i'd rather watch she team watch 6 love 6 love to a challenger player than ever ever watch Medvedevs Vera play each other ever again i, uh, I, um, I will we'll go much
2: it deeper probably in December into matches of the year and, and all that other stuff uh, for sure uh, I do want to just sort of add something because Miles has commented on as well that magnitude does matter for me at least but and, this and, is
1: magnitude already I, Yeah, yeah I agree but I'm just saying and I, I know Cincinnati he's highlighting
2: final. he's highlighting the Van Robin thing but I just mean that if you have two matches and they were equal just say they were equal mm-hmm. one was uh, Cincinnati final one was Wimbledon final that would, for me, propel Wimbledon higher because it's like Diego Maradona's goal against England, Mexico '86, and I'm sure you remember that one, Damien. You were probably, yeah. you know, you I mean, were there, there. are
1: two, right? Two, one of them. Is... Yeah,
2: well, there were two. Yeah, I'm talking about the second one when it comes to <laughs> yeah, greatest yeah, yeah. goal.
1: But um, seven people. Yeah. But
2: you know, there could be an equal goal scored on a park somewhere in Warsaw tomorrow, and you go, "Wow, that was a great goal." Yeah, but it wasn't the World Cup quarterfinal, so. You know, and and Mm. let's bring it, let's bring Jethro into this. You know, maybe there was a, uh, again, I'm going to talk about something that was probably before Jethro was born, but there could be a, 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 you know, a David Campesi. I think his name was David, but certainly Goose Duck or whatever it's called Goose Step.
0: Goose Duck, the Goose
2: Step. He invented it. Yeah, Goose Goose Duck is two birds. Goose Goose Step step. is is a a bird and and a movement. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, And maybe that's performed. You know, in a in a in a club match what in third league. What the hell are you even in... talking about? <laughs> oh, yeah, don't you... worry, don't worry. It's like you, yeah. you can talk, talk about the best darts performance. <laughs> yeah, but I lo- be... I love
0: darts as well, so that it could happen.
2: be in a pub in Gdańsk, right, on a, on a Thursday night. <laughs> but it doesn't mean the same as the as the I don't know what the is it called the World Finals? What's the World
1: darts, yeah, yeah. World darts Championship? Yeah, yeah. And last yeah.
0: year, last year Van Gerwen v Smith, that leg, Damon. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, of course. That's the most feral I've ever gone watching darts. My goodness. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbocasino.com
2: It's my little escape.
0: Now Judy's the life of the party.
2: Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon.
0: Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes.
1: Ch-ch-chumba.
0: ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void. we're
2: prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: Let's, let's
2: um, uh, round off this uh, spontaneous episode by moving away from what was obviously a sensational match and just having a quick look back uh, I guess on the on the the situation where we're at now and I just want to touch upon the City Pass thing uh with him being injured I personally think that some of the outrage towards City Pass has probably been unjustified um you know what's he d- you're going to give it a go you're gonna, for mm-hmm. me you're going to give it a go and maybe and by the way it seems like the injury that meant that he didn't um you know continue today was actually a different injury although it could be one of three or four that he was carrying into the tournament but it appeared to be the elbow that was causing him an issue on friday at least when people were suggesting but you're gonna it's the last tournament of the year pull out of an exhibition sure pull out of x y and z pull out of a 250 maybe but you know probably he's as jake is suggesting he's earned his right to be there um uh, Ghost is saying... Go- By the way, these people are actually reacting to my comments before I'm even finishing the- <laughs> this. I think I'm impressed with how quickly... I think I just said, to be fair, Sitsi pass, and people are <laughs> already... <laughs> <laughs> what are your thoughts, Jethro?
0: Um, yeah, I was, I, mean, I was disappointed. I mean, I, I did read that he said he, he felt it in the warm-up. Like he felt it go in the warm-up, which... You Know he could be lying and he could be turning up for the check, these are very possible, but I'd want to give him the benefit of the doubt. Um, like it's a shame, it's a shame for the tournament, it's a shame for the group as well because it messes up messes up with the whole sets one and everything. But
2: I know, but would you, yeah, would I'm, you kind, have of, a I'm kind of, I'm kind of for beating Taylor in, in the Wimbledon quarterfinal. I mean. I did have you a go at him,
0: not not to his face, obviously, but <laughs> I do remember saying, "Just retire, please." You're killing yourself, yeah.
2: But you, 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 gotta, um, you gotta, it's not his fault that Taylor couldn't beat him when he was lame, and then you know he could beat Djokovic he, he with, still, with with no. Ambience, Rafa still so. practiced the next day, hoping that he'd be okay,
0: but he just knew it was, just, it was no, not going to happen. It was a shame. Um, yeah, I mean, there's, been, and I'm even, I even said that I was streaming on here when Nadal was playing Mackenzie McDonald at the Australian Open this year and his yeah. hip went. And I was like, get off the court, retire. You have nothing to prove, but he doesn't. Um, and I wish more players would do it.
2: Yeah, um, but that, that's that's almost a different sort of argument because, I mean, if you're mm-hmm. a six-pass fan and then he ends up missing the Australian Open because of, of this, then then you might go, well, maybe he But I don't know. I, I just think that... that some of us on on social media uh who would have thought have fallen into the trap of just being annoyed with Sitsipas about a dozen other things and we've kind of brought that into our thinking when it comes to today I don't know what you think about that Damien
1: nothing wrong with what he did absolutely zero um (laughs) I mean yeah he comes into the ATB Finals He gets the green light from the doctors on Sunday. He plays a match where, you know, he's not perfect, but physically he's okay. Everything is fine. And then he steps onto the court and, um, well, let's say, you know, this even happened, you know, training yesterday. I mean, he he tries to play. There's nothing he can do. He decides to to retire uh, perfectly. Everything is fine. Uh, he didn't do it for the money because, well, he has more money than he can ever spend. Really, like you know, yeah. the guy has earned four million dollars on the court this year. Um, he's not really going to risk his health for eighty thousand. And um, right. yeah, that's really <laughs> all I have to say about it. Like, it's not the um, same as
2: going to Saudi Arabia and, and yeah, and... it's a,
1: it's unfortunate for the spectators uh, who bought the tickets, and I feel like they are the only sort of uh, group, social group that I can understand being... Not not outraged, but I can understand being disappointed. But it it, it shouldn't be directed at Steph. Um, of course, it's not a perfect thing that you got, like the exhibition of Hurkacz Fritz. Like, it's not a perfect solution, but at least it's something. Yeah. yeah, They might as well just not give you anything because there was the doubles earlier and no one cares about it, but still the exposure is sort of there in the finals. You got a doubles match. So they don't have to give you anything, but they actually have this um, um, thing in place where I, I heard actually today that Hurkacz, every, every single match at the ATP Finals, he had to wait there until the 50th minute. Because if they play over 50 minutes, then there's no exhibition. But the whole ATP Finals, that was a plan. That if there's a retirement before 50, the 50-minute 50 mark, then Hurkacz and Fritz come in. Uh, Fritz obviously also got booed a little bit, which... Um, yeah, I guess people just weren't really aware that he's also not in the best physical shape. Yeah. Which kind of bodes the, the the question for me, like, why is Fritz there as the second alternate if he's not fit? Because, well, the second alternate, theoretically, is supposed to come in after the first alternate. It has happened in the past. Which would so be demonoid, we'll or...? I mean, depends who would want to come, right, to, to tune in right now. Uh, okay <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't think Sitsipas did anything wrong. Uh, of course, Hurkacz is still going to play. Yeah, playing just one match doesn't give you any chance to qualify, but he gets a chance to play for 200 points. He gets a chance to play for a lot of money. Oh, yeah, uh, gets this sort yeah. of free attitude against Djokovic. We'll see what he does with it. He hasn't beaten Djokovic yet. Of course, if he does, it would massively shake up you know, the, the group scenarios. So he is still important. It's still an important match for Djokovic, which I guess, you know, will still mean that people will watch it. It's not a completely dead rubber. So yeah, um, all in all, I, I don't really see the problem with Tsitsipas here. It's not like he was dying on Sunday and it was clear that on Tuesday he's not going to be able to compete. That that wasn't true at all. As Jeffro said, like he could be lying about the warm up. But I don't really see why we could sort of, um, yeah, look for evidence to suggest that he is lying because th- there's no way of doing that. Mm-hmm. Like, we can, we have to just assume that what he said is true. And yeah, uh, yeah. on Sunday, he was okay. He was okay to play. And yeah, that's all we know. So I'll, on- I'll
0: say, I'll say in his defense as well, I do think, like, I'm, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of Sips of Pass. I wouldn't say I, Particularly dislike him, but I'm not a fan either. But I do think he gets quite harshly criticised all the time for anything. Um, in comparison to certain other players on tour who are loved and adored, despite various on and off court things going on. I'll bring up Zverev. He seems to have, you know, the domestic violence cases two two against them. One so's one so clearly evidence that the, he's being, pe- you know, he's been penal- handed a penalty order.
1: So we think he's getting more love than Sitsipas? Yeah,
0: like, if you look at like th- it, it's not necessarily, like, tw- tennis Twitter in terms of, like, fan accounts and stuff. It's more in the replies to tweets of, like, the ATP and then in the Instagram comments. It's kind of the more casual fans who just comment and Slate Sitsipas <laughs> to, to shreds and then Zverev just gets all this love and Adoration, and maybe they just don't know about it, or maybe they just don't care. But I don't know. I think yes, yeah, has done and said some some slightly odd, questionable things, and and there's been some issues. But he's no, he's not, he's not evil. And I just think people should probably just give him a break. But I just I can't yeah. help feel bad for the guy because he just sometimes he he can't do the right thing in anyone's eyes half the time. He's um, just quirky, and right? Yeah, he's... and like he's different, and people yeah. people have a real issue with that. And I, so I the... do. I do. I do feel sorry for him, to be
2: honest. Yeah, and I get that. And I, and I, I'm someone. Uh, by the way, just very quickly on Svedev, uh, and I'm very happy to move on very quickly as well. But um, uh, the w- the only thing I would say is it's kind of curious how the German media just just ignores it. Basically, yeah. Um, yeah. that is a curious thing. I mean, commentators just never mention it. Uh, I, I get it as well. Even on here, we—I remember Damien and I were sort of skirting around the issue for about half an hour. I think during the match with Sinner, as we were struggling to stay awake at like six a.m. Uh, in September, but um, but we we did sort of touch upon it, and and I just basically said, "Listen, I I, I just don't know," and I know what you mean regarding the evidence with with Zverev and. Uh, um, But I still don't categorically know. And therefore, for now, I'm okay with talking about his tennis. But I I just don't know. I get why people are very particularly given the the level of evidence against him. But he's still not been charged. He's still not been arrested. He's still not been. So I don't know. That's what I'm saying when I don't know something. I'm more than happy to say that, and I'm more Mm -hmm. than happy to to know when I when I do know. Uh, Regarding Sitsipas, though, I think he's the best example of something that I'm always preaching in in life, not just in tennis, case by case. So you can show me something with Sverdov. Sorry, with there we go. (laughs) Be careful with this one. You can show me something with Sitsipas, and it's like. Yeah, that yeah. was a dumb thing to say, you know, when he when he made the comment regarding Kyrgios, um and basketball and gentleman behavior in, in tennis. And, and yeah. I was like, City Pass, that's so, so, so like um, demeaning, if you like, in my opinion, and and just just out of touch and, like and elitist,
0: the, mm, elitist,
2: yeah. definitely, and so on and so forth. Uh, I don't think he's genuinely thinking necessarily along those lines, as I think Damien touched upon, but I'm quite happy to put that into a dumb comment category and isolate it, just like I am also, because the pity with that is is if you're a Kyrgios fan in the argument that they've had, is that you go, there you go, and you grab hold of that, you know, there you go, the elitist problem. Yeah. Whereas actually, we should also isolate the way that Kyrios behaved in it on that day, which for me was pretty ugly. However, yeah. you can also isolate the City pass whacking the ball into the crowd, and again, <laughs> that is completely wrong. And you're right if it hits someone as Kyrios highlighted on that, you know, he shouldn't be. I agree, but there's you could just isolate so many. That match players.
0: was awful. My God, it's really, there's, a, there's a whole you like YouTube that, video.
2: Do you like this that that Wimbledon that, match? That we're, there's we're, a huge,
0: there's a YouTube video of the match, like all the lowlights. I'll call them all the drama.
2: Yeah. I, I mean, I I found Kyrios in that it's Wimbledon awful. run, unfortunately, as, as I as I came across him in in press for the only time actually during that tournament. I I, I found him, unfort, let's say, unfortunately, um,
0: bully ish. He was he was vile, and he was vile all match against Sitsapass. But you go on the YouTube video, and all the comments again just slating Sitsapass, saying it's all his fault. I'm like, did you not see Kirios riling him up for the first two hours, and like bit and like screaming at the umpire, swearing at the line judges, and when the line judge reports him, then he screams at them again. I'm like, you guys just want to gloss over. Like Kyrgios is another one who gets an insanely massive free pass for mostly people who don't really watch tennis because. Most actual tennis fans aren't particularly interested in them.
2: Keen has an like alternative uh, opinion, well but, but I, I will I will uh, elaborate another day on 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 Nick and, and and why I.
1: I'll just say one thing about the chat, because um, I think Keen said that yeah, so Germany probably don't report on on Zverev because he's basically Russian. Well, that that from from what I can see, I don't think that's true at all. That Germany doesn't report. on Germany's him. I think very. Like, let me tell you this. Let me say, German let me say
2: this, Damien, as somebody who um, yeah. you know does work in 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 German media, they're extremely extremely sensitive about legal cases. Okay, so that's one thing, at least in terms of the written media. So well, it's much not though, that they don't
1: report on the.
2: No, well, but they don't. General, report on, yeah, they don't report on, on so this. This slightly different, right? They, well, they also will skirt around and try and avoid certain other things, and when they do report on it. They will give the, the 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 um what's the word the the perpetrator if you like a a bizarre name they'll call them Bob C or something uh, I mean if if Donald Trump gets indicted let's say or gets arrested they'll call him Donald T. And we'll all know who it is, <laughs> but we can't show a picture of him in, in, you know, on the on the on the thing, and uh, you know, it's the main main. Um... Yeah, we
1: we have these rules too, but it's basically not what I'm referring to. Like he okay. just said uh, that Ger- Germany probably doesn't report on him in general, like not only about the legal case, which I don't think is true. Like I think in Germany actually he is uber popular. It's just that he, you know, the, this thing is not mentioned, but. Like, in general, there is a lot of content on him, right?
2: Yes, but I don't see that many articles, um, put it that way, regarding his his legal scenario. It seems to be more of a outside Germany thing. Yeah, but I'm
1: not one. talking about the legal scenario. Okay, we're sorry. Still, we're still I've, on the same wavelength.
0: Maybe it's the wine. I've, I've heard a few times that he's not a very big draw in Germany. Apparently, he demands a huge appearance fee in Haller. And they're like, well, not that many people are interested in coming to watch you, to be honest. Yeah. Well, I mean... But I don't know how to do that. Is. I've heard it from a few people, but...
2: And again, I, I, again I'll again, i just be talking on hearsay when it comes to that, because actually I would say that a lot of Germans' favourite male player will be Zvedev because he's the, the highest guy in the rankings.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, should, be anyway.
0: should be Struff.
2: Should, should, definitely should be Struff, yeah. And I hope uh, I think, that
0: man. someday he, he gets over, over the line. Oh, I love Kojova. Yeah. Altma. Is Matera yeah. German? Is isn't Matera German?
1: Yeah. Yeah, he's mine. I'm gonna watch him tomorrow.
0: Nice. Yeah. He's oh. been I've
1: always been a fan of him. There we go. Yeah, he's like fully peaking right now. Yeah. Um, actually just smashed Oscar Ote yesterday. Six three six love. And gonna play Arthur Ferry.
0: Oh short brick king, yes. Yep. Do you think you'll do you think
1: he'll go back to the college? Uh, I actually talked to him today, and he is indeed short. He is way shorter than me. And uh, basically, he said that uh, he is still not sure. Um, Maybe he will go back in like April just for this season. But it's also very likely that he won't. I think, you know, Mm. a lot will depend on his results from here. But I was actually surprised by that. I was expecting the answer to be just no. um, Because, you know, it's November. We have him here. He's doing so well. He's using all the accelerator spots and getting into challenges, of course, getting big runs. Um, I don't know if he's going to get it here because, yeah, Marte is second round. But, um, yeah, I was actually kind of surprised that he's still considering to return to Stanford. mm mm-hmm. Uh, sean's just. Well.
2: by the way sorry sorry jethro sean's that's just right. saying before my time but still and i have no idea i've gone back like a hundred messages to see what what sean is referring to but i don't know what that is. maybe he's talking about this the city pass kyrgios match maybe he was maybe he's that's beyond his memory uh bank <laughs> i don't know sorry sean but um uh i'm not sure what that is in reference to but uh some love for struffy as well in the chat of yeah, course yeah we know struffy uh ghosty i'm not sure again this is probably a debate for another uh, another podcast whether europe or the us has more free speech i'd say they're probably pretty equal
0: be glad um, be glad you're not living in the uk right now the pair of you that's what i'll say
2: yes indeed indeed cruella, yeah, cruella
0: yeah. de vil getting the sack was the best way to i know
2: pencil, but i just, wonder whether, just wonder whether there may be the toys and the, uh anyway we'll yeah. talk about that some other time um uh, anyway, uh, you put the yeah, so Keen is, is keen and Matthew as well. Um, you know, Nick does bring eyeballs, and that's true. Uh, and I enjoy his brand of tennis. And uh, Nick uh, asking the Washington crowd where he should serve and giving high fives absolutely love it. And I want that Nick Kyrgios back, that's for sure. Um, all right. Listen, uh, we've gone from talking about the match of the year to talking about. Oh, oh
0: he's gone. <laughs> I think he's run yeah. out of battery.
1: Um. Apparently, Jeffrey should watch the highlights again of Kyrgyz City. I, and, I you know I,
0: Key and I have. Yes, spare me that. Yes, spare me. And I watched you know. the match when it happened. Um, but if you're I a Kyrgyz fan, driving. then you can see it oh, through yeah. your own eyes. That's fine.
1: But um, yeah, a, I, I, I think I was actually driving to Braunschweig that day, if I remember correctly. People were like texting me about it. Hey, have you seen what what's happening? Kirgisjokollage, yeah. and I was just B- on, like, BBC
0: hard. switched over on BBC One from the doll. Oh, to that match. That's how crazy it was. It was nuts, yeah. and the handshake. I was like, well, this has been absolute hell, but maybe the handshake will be interesting. And it was. It wasn't. I was like, oh, all that for nothing. <laughs> but. Oh well.
1: Well, John is gone. I don't know if we just finish it up or uh, we wait for him to return in like a minute. There was a question earlier that I might as well answer then, um, mm. which um, was about uh, Petros Tsitsipas and his backhand. <laughs> Damien, you have seen him in person. Does Petros have a better backhand than Steph? Honestly, I don't know what to say because I would ha- kind of have to watch him in singles more. I haven't watched him in singles in forever uh, because in doubles, I feel like it's very possible. Like, that's not the reason why uh, he is struggling. Well, he's not struggling, but like, that's not the reason why he's not better than he is. Probably that's, you know, his height, his um, serve, but not really his backhand. And I feel like in doubles, a lot of the time, the one handers get a pass because you just return, you just slam returns, basically. So you have like Joe Salisbury or I don't know, Florin Merja, and they are actually perfectly fine with one handed backhand returns. So I would say, yeah, Petros is, is fine with it. I don't think it's the main issue for him at the moment all right my
2: battery died so i apologize for that i uh, keen by the way i'm also not just referring to that match i'm also talking about probably um nick's behavior um in the press conference which uh press conferences because actually it was after the first match that i was most uh frustrated with him well after his uh histrionics against um job i think it was in the first yeah conference.
0: poor job yeah. wasn't
2: it and um, if only
0: Paul Job got the job done and, and got the job done in that fifth set, would have been spared. I, I don't share
1: the hate for Kirkos, you know.
2: No, I, I, listen, I, know. I, 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 the, the thing was, is I okay, maybe this is a personal thing rather than just catch, but the, th- the fact was in that press conference, you know, he comes into the press conference and he's highlighting how, you know, people are are having a go at him. And I'm like, I said to him, I and I was a bit annoyed with, well, not. I didn't really care that much. But Netflix framed the whole thing of the media being against Nick in that series. It wasn't like that at all. You know, I just, and the one, they did show one question for me, which was like, do you have any, you know, sympathy for the line judges that you shout and scream at and the umpires? And he's like, they don't earn as much money as me. And I'm thinking, yeah, well, (laughs) well, I'm sure they'd love to Nick. They, you know you cuz they don't get they don't get abused on social media like I do. and I'm like yeah they don't have it and and you're just highlighting two wrongs yeah. you're it highlighting
0: you justify it
2: so that makes yeah. it it makes it okay for me to to shout at someone and say that they're too old and they shouldn't be uh shouldn't be a line judge at their age and and screaming at the umpire and and, and all the rest of it
0: it doesn't it doesn't make, make it okay um i respond to this i don't think you would have got defaulted seeing as he should have had a point penalty within the first set at least twice and it took two two whole hours to even get a warning. So I think they were incredibly leaning on him and I think umpires are told to be lean on him because he sells tickets. But that's just my opinion. Yeah. Because the way he behaves is shocking. But again, I just think he's a prick on and off the court, personally.
1: <laughs> he is, uh, but he's also a big draw. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, no, of course, I'm not denying that. I just that's just yeah. my opinion of him. And I I'm actually not gonna, think I'm not going to pretend that I like him. I used to like him a lot. Used to be one of my favorite players, but I kind of saw more of who he is and just thought,
1: nah. Yeah, and now I, that that's why you're also probably more passionate, you know, in the yeah,
0: yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, I was hoping to to sort of cut and snip this into a nice sort of uh, maybe a, or even just um, put it as a podcast of a a sinner. Uh, uh, Sina Sina Djokovic review um, and and go, yep, tune in to our wonderful podcast of of us three giving us sages, uh, giving our views, but maybe I should just call it the um, Sitsipas Kyrgios uh, (laughs) (laughs) reprisal 18 months later. Who was in the right? Uh, Let us know.
1: No one. So, i'm, I'm gonna say something oh yeah like no no, no they were both right. behave, they both yeah. behaved terribly it was, yeah, I, I, it was i didn't shocking. even watch them out <laughs> no one was right but, yeah, oh yeah
0: no it wasn't yeah it certainly wasn't good versus bad it was bad colliding with bad that day uh maybe we should just
2: end therefore on yeah. um appraisal okay let's recap city is a punk which by the way in the uk is a ch- yeah, that's hey, you're bunk, you're you you could be yeah, a cool that's guy. That's a yeah, thing. um, who was cheated, uh, Sin is a superhero, and John's gorgeous hair. Yeah, uh, you're the second person in the last few days to mention my hair. Actually, uh, Scott was very, very um, positive about my hair, he was less positive about um, Svedev's hair. And I was wondering what the difference is. I mean, I know we're different people and different colors of hair, but I wonder what it is about Zverev's hair that annoys Scott so much, and yet. He's charmed by mine. Um case
1: after case or um, case by case. Case by case, yeah. Um yeah, I but if the cases are parallel
2: if the case is the same, case um, is the same.
1: no, but like the, the, the case isn't the same in terms of how Scott treats Zverath, you know. He doesn't yeah, really I don't, I don't think it's, by it's by just case. the
0: hair when it comes to yeah, yeah, Right. Exactly. So, so, he, so yeah. He's, he's not using your case by case strategy.
1: But by the way, I have to say two things. One, you read that comment only because it mentioned your hair. And second thing, (laughs) Scott did not just bring up your hair accidentally. He was forced to buy Ghosty's comment. So, okay.
2: (laughs) Okay.
0: If Nick was was British, no. Not not a fan of the British players just because they're British.
1: Nick Carter is British. If I Nick is curious, okay, yeah, yeah, he's getting, he's getting, Nick yeah, and, he's it, got Nick and it's, it's nothing to do but with, yeah, a actually, Jeffro is league. Not, a, not a British type of, yeah, no, 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 no. Keane's in a Keane's My in favorite one.
0: Where, my, where my favorite players from Spain, Argentina, and Austria, Austria, yeah, and maybe
2: Spain, given a certain t shirt I have seen tonight, which I'm I very pleased to see. But as Jamie highlighted, bearing in mind, by the way, from Spain. yeah yeah yeah. okay if if um bearing in mind i I did like what jamie said tonight that that uh that t-shirt which was super cool after 21 in australia it was probably gonna be short-lived um with uh with the french open on the horizon end up being that way but there we go um <laughs> miles by the way i i think he might be even, I don't know, either either wittingly or unwittingly teasing you damien with your does it mean i don't of, think
1: egos fiontech this, by very, the way
2: damien egos fiontech said this means a lot and when i heard us like say that i thought there you go damien what are you going to say to that my friend
1: we balance each other out we balance each other out yeah
2: all right cool Uh, wonderful thanks for joining us tonight everyone in the chat Uh, jethro who's done a double shift tonight big Mm. big thanks to you it was great having you and jamie as always i would love to have you on more but i know you're very busy bees damien uh thank you for joining uh as well pretty spontaneously uh at the end of your challenger and challenging day (laughs) jethro thanks for giggling at that no one else damien smiles Jethro giggles. I, I I like that. Anastasia says bye, and Miles is saying uh, see you as well for Alcoaz. Rublev exactly. Miles is going to be up pretty early in the morning for that, and uh, I think we're going to if we can't do every match, we're going to do almost every match between here and the final on Sunday, as the ATP year. George Brooklyn. Keen, by the way, was also asking about the next gen finals. Keen, if 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 you want to, you know, ha, you know, Keen, just spam me with. Do the next gen finals, and we can do maybe one or two live watch-alongs for that. Um. Uh. Sure. Why not? Oh, you know, I love
0: I... I love the next gen finals. Yeah. Although I usually find a player to root for of the next year. So it was buyers, then it was Analdi, but now I know all the players this time around. Oh, Who's who?
1: Give me a couple of names.
0: Nard. You... Nardi is probably going to be my my pick if he if he does qualify. If he makes it, yeah. Yeah.
1: Nardi needs the quarters in Matsuyama, and he actually has a very good draw, so he's likely going to get there. Um, so, you, John, you've got uh, Fields, um Koboli, Vanash, Stryker, uh, Mikkelsen, uh, Majerovic, and the seventh is currently between Darderi, Mochizuki, and Nardi, with Mo- uh, Nardi the most likely, probably, but Darderi actually has the lead as of right now. But actually, he's out yeah. this week, so yeah. So, I
0: forgot so, so, I forgot Fils was going to play. He's too good in my eyes to be there, but yeah, uh, I love Fils. Yeah.
1: But like Stryker against him on a very fast court. Well, I don't know if it's going to be very fast. It's not Milan anymore. <laughs> I forgot about I, that, actually. No I like story. Van because be of like... his name, because it makes me giggle. It's um, not going to be Van Asch, uh, No, but he makes me giggle
2: now. like Jethro does to a to a lame joke of mine. <laughs> and and Stryker I like because he's a bit sort of cherubic. Cherubic is that the right word I'm using there, Jethro? You know, he's a little bit chubby, and and then he wants to dance with someone as well as we saw from his uh, whenever
0: City pass.
1: Like regardless, like some somebody, right? Like someone who loves him, like that. That's yeah.
0: enough. Medjedovic I think, could do could do well. I've been impressed with him this season.
1: Stricker she is someone that true. I can
0: imagine. Sorry,
2: Stricker is someone that I can imagine eating a Mars bar, like like most people eat ban- bananas. Between like changeovers, but I can see Stricker with a Mars Marcus bar. Marcus Willis, yeah, Mark, right. yeah,
0: Marcus Willis. Like, yeah. did he roller. did he
1: have a Mars bar? Um, Snickers, I, remember... I think maybe, Strickland. and an RV Coke. Was <laughs> yeah. that was that sneakers? Like, not in the match against Federer, surely. No, no, no. no, no. 2014, uh, oh, Knoxville, yeah. actually, against tennis Sandgren, I think. So very recently, um, they were playing together doubles, I think. Um, but yeah. Uh, Fields could still withdraw. I don't think so at this point, like, if he hasn't so far, right?
2: Damien criticizing Keane. Uh, Keane's Keen's, Keen's fighting a lone battle, it seems, tonight.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because he hasn't. He hasn't. Oh, God. I know. He hasn't I, me and Keane
0: have disagreed in the last 20 minutes, but I would say Van has had a pretty decent year.
1: Uh, at yes, first, well, like, at the Keen, time, I, I know, I, but he I, actually I, hasn't. Uh,
0: me and um, Keen forming an alliance. To that was more about
1: that. the ATP tour. Like our talk with Keane was about the ATP tour and uh, how yeah. he has stacked up there. And in my opinion, he has not been able okay. to perform. Like, uh, Of course, he's made two quarters, but like, yeah, no. In general, his record was like 9.17 or whatever. Uh, but mm-hmm. yeah, along with the two hundred twenty fives that he won at the beginning of the year, Sanremo and po, I think that, mm-hmm. yeah. With that, perfectly fine, of course.
0: Yeah, I'd say encouragement is there, though. I think next year, hopefully. I like his yeah, backhand. Like... He's small, right. so he like no. Yeah, I can't help it. small, right? But I can't help it. They, I'm just drawn to him. All...
1: I don't know how, how small he is actually. He should, he could be more or less my height. He's quite yeah, okay, slight so he's... as well. A little smaller than me, two two centimeters. Uh... Well,
2: how tall are uh... you, you Damien? One seventy. 170... Five? 180, uh... 180? yeah. 180? I mean, I've seen you face-to-face. I don't remember looking up to you.
1: <laughs> That's my posture.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, for some reason, uh, Jake is, is is laughing his proverbial off, but I, I always see maybe he's still um he's still watching the Mars bar thing. Um <laughs> Uh, when is the de- well, indeed, <laughs> Keen. Indeed. And by the way, Keen is very critical on my serve and all sorts of things. <laughs> but I'm, I'm very keen to, I'm very uh, that was no pun intended, Keen. I'm very, very enthusiastic about uh writing that wrong, but maybe
1: there I is need- a slight possibility regarding this much because um, I was just looking today at being at the Koblenz Challenger next year.
0: Oh, ah, uh,
1: but I'm guessing it's before March, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's what the problem. Have- I, I, I was thinking about that challenger myself, uh, Damien. Um, I was thinking exactly about that challenger, but I think I won't be around. But I, I was thinking about, it's the same thing. I was thinking about you, me, and coblencing it up. It's been, it's been, but then I was like, that's going to be in February, because I remember Liam being there. Liam, I, I mean, I don't call him. him yeah. <laughs> Yeah. um I was remembering that the, how dark that February was uh <laughs> for, for Liam in, in terms of, of his year unfortunately just a few weeks later he was off winning winning a challenger uh in with Lanka. me
1: watching him and also uh you know coming up to him and he oh Damien hello yeah so, yeah, you know, yeah we're also oh, friends I mean yeah, yeah. All of us are friends of Liam Brody. Yeah, but although really,
2: Damien, I think he knows who you are, but he doesn't know who I am. Even though I was sort of, sort of in and around. I wasn't. I I tell people that I was in his box, but I wasn't in his box. I was sat behind the box. I was in
1: with on the stream with him,
2: though. Yeah, but. Uh, if you say to do you remember that stream when when you were on with your coach in in march or whatever he'll go yeah yeah i remember and there was some dude who was talking about man c <laughs> yeah <laughs> i vaguely remember that can you remember his name no clue would you recognize <laughs> yeah. him the supermarket no idea that's really true yeah. but you he's like yeah. hey, yeah, hey, hey demie yeah, boy she's probably, she's probably like,
1: exactly, yeah.
2: yeah exactly yeah yeah, yeah. So there we go. All right, um, Jethro, big thanks again, although this is like the third time I've, I've said <laughs> that. Uh, I do mean it. And uh, Damien, of course, as always. And uh, let's just let, uh, let me go on a, on a monologue which basically ends with me saying, thank you for stopping by. Uh, guys, give a wave. There we go, that works pretty well. And I say, you know the drill. If you enjoyed this video, Make sure you hit that like button. Don't forget to subscribe and click that notification bell so you don't miss out on all things tennis.
1: Sports Social Podcast Network.
0: Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office.